So we bring awareness to this moment, sitting here, chanting, bowing, the opportunity to recollect the qualities of the Buddha Dhamma Sangha, to recollect the essential teachings and guidance. Contemplation of our lives, of the ordinariness, ordinary aspects of our lives that we so readily overlook. So this time together has been a, an opportunity to, for these to be pointed out in a very direct way with the encouragement to, to contemplate, to observe, notice, so that little by little our view changes. We see more clearly what it is to be a human being. We come to a fuller appreciation of the preciousness, of the transience of our life. Not to bring about a sense of fear and dread and anxiety, but more as an encouragement to really value this opportunity to make the best possible use of this human existence. To learn from everything that happens to us. Learning from the mistakes, the wrong decisions that we make, the unfortunate things that we do or say. Learning from these just as much as learning from the things we get right, the good things, the blessings of our lives. This is something that will benefit ourselves and will also bring benefit to, to those around us. We affect each other. We learn from each other. And it's important that we're patient, that we cultivate patience. These things take time. Gradual, persistent effort. They're repeating the same lessons over and over again. Learning how to learn from our mistakes rather than using them as uh, ammunition for uh, the perception of us as a hopeless case, never be any good. Uh, this sense of self-disparagement that is so prevalent, instead celebrating the opportunity to learn important lessons
so that we're able to share these understandings with others to support them in their lives. Their lives and and the journey towards um, the ending of every kind of suffering. This is within our capacity, something we can do. So in a few hours the retreat will end. We'll go our separate ways. And yet the practice for each one of us can continue. It's only a change of outward circumstances. For most of us, going away from the monastery, going out into the cities and towns, the countryside, wherever we, uh, wherever we live, um, returning to the uh, families, the communities, the people that we live with, or maybe we live alone. Returning to our uh, more usual uh, routines of life, work, and so on. These transitions require uh, care. Over this time, we've been quiet, we've been in a very um, protected kind of environment, surrounded by people who are keeping precepts, not speaking, not speaking ourselves, a lot of quiet, a lot of time for contemplation. And with these conditions, there can be a kind of opening. It's almost as though we uh, are able to remove a few layers of armoring, the ways that we protect ourselves from being hurt, being harmed. This has enabled us to experience uh, conditions that maybe have been um, buried, uh, actually feel you know, hurt, feel grief, feel sorrow, feel things that we don't normally allow ourselves to feel. This is one of the values of a time of retreat, that we can do this. Surrounded by people who have a a similar understanding, who are able to support us on our journey.
unfortunately, most of the people out there who live in different circumstances have a very different set of values, a very different outlook, a very different understanding of what's important. So we need to be conscious of this, not in a way that's going to make us feel fearful or critical, judgmental of those different values, of those people, perhaps perhaps our dear ones, who maybe don't quite understand what we've been doing. So we don't judge or criticize, but we're aware as a wise discernment and understanding of the limitations of their experience. of the suffering of their lives. So rather than feeling uh, disappointed, upset, uh, that they don't see things quite the way that they're lived out in a monastic community, We recognize that there's a difference. We celebrate the opportunity that we've had to uh, have a taste of a different set of values. And we don't expect too much. We may want to... uh, share our insights uh, that have arisen over these days. Tell people the good news. There is a way out of suffering. Uh, And it can be disappointing that people don't respond with the enthusiasm we might expect. Because for many people, they don't even know that they're suffering. They don't even see the, the stress in their lives, the fear, the anxiety, the, um, the difficulties that they've kind of figured out a way of managing with varying degrees of success. There will certainly be some people that we can talk to, some people who'll understand, but for many people, It's like a different language, a different culture. The Buddha emphasized the importance of good friends and companions. Having people who do uh, understand, who are able to support us and encourage us on our journey So it's important that we consider how to um, find good friends and companions. If we don't live in a 
spiritual community, if there are not <coughs> other members of our family or our partner who um, like to go on retreats, who understand what we've been up to, and to consider ways of finding that support for ourselves when we return to our normal circumstances. So some people like to get together with others to, to meditate, have medit- a meditation group. And in different cities, different parts of the countryside, there are, there are meditation groups. And people who've been on retreat here, who've uh, established opportunities. It may be that they meet every week or every month or every fortnight or just once in a while. And to sit quietly together, perhaps to offer a reading, have a discussion about practice, about what's really important. If one has the good fortune to live close to a monastery, one can always visit. Come as often as you can. Join in the pujas. Come to the late night sits on the observance days. And today is an observance day. So here at Amarawati there'll be a late night sit. So if you are able to stay, you can sit until midnight. (laughs) If you like. Uh, Also here at Amarawati there are regular meditation workshops every Saturday. You can come along and receive instruction, practice with others. In many towns and cities there are little tiny monasteries. Uh, Sri Lankan, Thai, Burmese, little monasteries that are called vihara. That just means a a monastic dwelling. Where there are monks living and sometimes they offer meditation classes, instruction, opportunities to determine the precepts on a regular basis. That can be helpful. And then many, many opportunities with this extraordinary technology that we have now to find support through the internet. Many, many, many websites and online blogs and things. And so you can explore this. Uh, And... You know, some of them may, uh, there's the Forest Sangha website, which is, you know, specifically related to this, <coughs> um, monastery, this tradition. And then many, many others, you know, where you can find 
talks, encouragements, chanting, reflections, and so on. Many books. So we, here we have many books that are, that are free. You know, nobody has to pay for anything. You know, just because of the tradition of dana, free will offering, they're, they're available as a resource for people to take, to share with others. So we can have <clears throat> actual spir- spiritual companions and we can have virtual spiritual companions. <laughs> Following the injunction of the Buddha to seek out good friends, friends who can remind and encourage us. This is important because The practice is not uh, what most people are interested in. And so we can very easily give up, become discouraged, uh, wonder if it's, if it really works, if it's really worth doing. And if our mind doesn't become quite as peaceful as it has been perhaps over these days, we think, oh, or maybe I'm just not one of those people who can do it. And then there are other, more pressing concerns. And so little by little we stop, we give up, we forget. So this is why we need reminders. Encouragement. Just to keep going. Whether it seems to be going well, whether it seems to be going in the wrong direction, going backwards, mind more scattered, getting more grumpy, more upset. (laughs) Any journey has... Easy times and difficult times. Sometimes the weather is wonderful, conditions are favorable. Sometimes conditions are really, really challenging, really difficult. Hardly see where we're going at all. This is where we need a good map. to remember the the teachings, the guidance, to remember the refuges, always there to turn to the Buddha, that quality of wisdom, discernment of the Buddha, ocean-like compassion, the teachings that were given for our welfare and happiness. Just recollecting, remembering these things, remembering our capacity to be um, a good disciple, 
to hear the teachings, to apply them in our lives. Wherever we are, whatever we're doing, to live out these teachings with integrity as best we can. Avoiding uh, those things that are harmful. Being very careful how we think, who we associate with. How we speak, what we do, how we live our lives. Recollecting the precepts, the encouragement to live harmlessly, carefully, responsibly. To not take advantage of each other, to not exploit one another for our own ends, for our own pleasure. Not to mislead, not to deceive each other through wrong use of speech. Not to cloud our minds, not to confuse, to distort our perception through the inappropriate use of intoxicants. Keeping the mind clear and bright. Even if sometimes the mind is very muddled, confused, muddy, glum, grumpy. Maintaining a clear awareness of how it is right now. So that we're not pulled into an unskillful reaction to doing things that are regrettable. Hurting ourselves, hurting others. And if we do, if we make a mistake... <clears throat> seeing it as an opportunity for learning. Beginning again, and again, and again. Never giving up. So we can <clears throat> sit quietly together, noticing, noticing the quiet, the stillness of the space around us, noticing the thoughts that may be arising, the anticipation of what lies ahead in the day, in the, today and the, the coming days, and just keep coming back anchoring ourselves. This is how it is right now. This is the body. This is the mind. One breath. One breath in, one breath out. Being with that. 